Daddy. This is Positive Banger with myself, Nathan McIntosh. And uh, this week it is by myself. For real. You know, every time I do one of these, which is a decent amount, I always feel, I, I, sometimes I feel like, oh, this is okay. And then other times I go, Jesus Christ, am I just a man mumbling to himself while, you know, I don't, I, I don't know what everybody's doing while they're listening to this. I'd assume some heavy, heavy, uh, hard labor, you know what I mean? Digging ditches, busting rocks, moving boxes from one side of the dock to the other. I hope there's a lot of dock workers that listen to this, you know? A lot of dock workers moving boxes from one side of the dock to the other. Boxes come in, they move them, these boxes go out. Um, you may be able to hear rain at points in time, which might make this podcast a little a little sexier, this episode, like a, like a Stevie Nicks video. It, uh, it, it, it just started to rain. What do you want for? I, I don't even know what I was going to try to explain. Well, you see, sometimes precipitation ha- like I don't even know what I was going to... But anyways, you might hear rain, all right? It is raining currently in the great city of New York. Um, there was a... There's a I, how, how do you start a conversation with yourself? The... Um, couple. So I just got back from Montreal uh, doing... Just for laughs, uh, great time overall. Obviously, I mean, you know, great time. Just there was only one. I mean, I don't even know what I'm mumbling here. But there's only okay. So, so this year at the festival, Jim Carrey was there. That sounds insane. What the fuck is Jim Carrey doing there? Jim Carrey was there because uh, he ha- he's the executive producer of a show called uh, I'm Dying Up Here, which is uh, about stand-up in the 70s in L.A. at the Comedy Store, pretty much, basically. Um, so he was there giving a talk on that show. Uh, and anyways, and he, he stuck around for a few days and uh, was, like, hanging out. He hung out at a couple shows. He... he okay, okay, let me, let me stop this real quick. So I didn't... The talk that he did about his show... I wasn't able to go see. I wanted to see it because I'm like, this man's going to be on stage for an hour. I just want to be in the same room as this guy. When I was a kid, I mean, the amount of times I watched The Mask is uh, absolutely incredibly stupid. I loved that movie for, I mean, it's just so great. And I know I was talking about this before. And also, I mean, Cameron Diaz Diaz in that movie, Jesus. Christ, even at... uh even at 10 or 9 or whatever the hell I was when I saw that movie, I was like, that is some kind of woman coming into this bank. Yikes. Anyways, uh, I see that movie so many times. All this, like, I mean, the, the man's fantastic. Anyways, I just want to be in the same room as this guy. But the night he was doing the talk, I was uh, taping a show for TV. So I wasn't able to do it. And uh, somebody reached out to me, oh, man, uh, oh, I apologize, I should be able to find their name, and they, they uh, w- weren't able to get tickets, and it was sold, uh, the show was sold out. Thanks for trying to come. I mean, honestly, uh, uh, it was, um, I mean, uh, you know, I was doing, I was doing like uh, five minutes, or no, eight minutes on a, a TV taping. If I could have gotten anybody in, I would have, Just Laughs is, I, I shouldn't say weird about it, but they don't really give out uh, passes, I found out. Uh, because everybody, which doesn't make sense, everybody on the show would be like, hey, man, can I get these people in? Can I get these people in? And then the show is just full of uh, people that didn't pay. And then just for laughs, it doesn't make any money. And then they're not able to pay comedians, and they, they, the whole thing flops, you know what I mean? And then every year, just for laughs, is just that little green mascot, Victor, you know, getting drunk in the street, pissing on people. So, anyways, I wasn't able to go see his talk because of uh, the taping I was doing, which which was great. Um... The next day, he was given an award. Every year, uh, Just for Laughs gives out awards for, like, you know, Breakout Comedian of the Year, uh, Best Writer, that sort of thing. It's like eight awards, and uh, one of them was being given out to Sir Jim Carrey. They called it the Generation Award, which is basically an award for his entire career. And... uh, I was like, well, I got to go to this. I got to be in this room. I got I to gotta see this man. So I get up early. I mean, you kind of do it just for laughs anyway. It, it just for laughs is legitimately, uh, it, it is comedy summer camp. You 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 go there. There is shows all day. There are things to do all day. And uh, you're just hanging out with friends. You stay up super late. You get up early. I mean, it is just a, it's a camp. It's a, it's a, it's an adult camp 
of comedy that is great. It's so fun. Anyways, um, so I got up early because every day they have a little uh, booklet that says all the shows that are going on that day and then all the events because during the day two, there's talks from HBO executives of how to pitch shows. So you'll sit in there and an HBO executive is like, here's how you pitch a show. You walk into the office, you tell us your damn idea, and you get the fuck out. I don't know exactly what they're... You know, I don't work there. I didn't end up going to the thing. But I'm assuming that's what it is. Hey, how do I pitch a show at HBO? Shut up. Shut the fuck up. That's what you do. You you come into the sh- you come into our office. You you have tits written on a napkin. You got drug lord written on the other side. You go, it's a show about drug lords and tits. And then you get the fuck out. And if we, we, if we want to do it, we'll call you. I didn't end up going to that thing. But anyways, that's what it is. They, so they have booklets that all that say what's going on all day. So I made sure. Somebody told me the award show was at 3. And I go, I got to see this thing. So anyways, I woke up at like 9.30. And I went downstairs to get this booklet to make sure. Because I go, if it's at 11 and I miss this thing, I'm going to throw up. So I got up super early. I get the booklet. It's at 3 o'clock. I go, great. Meet up with some people for breakfast. And we're just sitting in expectations for hours a bunch of comedians sitting at a table fucking talking about whatever uh drinking coffee the amount of coffee i had and i hadn't had whatever i don't know what i'm telling you this so so it's so um at some point in time with some people I've, I've said on this podcast that i haven't uh uh like watched porn or jerked off in a long time we're talking since january the beginning of this year um uh and also in the last little while uh, stop, stop eating bread. They, I don't know. You know, I think what I'm trying to do is uh, put myself in a mental state to uh, just eat somebody's face. I'm trying to get into the mindset of I'm ready to attack whoever, whenever, whenever, wherever. And, I, you know, I, I don't know what I'm trying to do, build myself into some kind of fucking weird warrior that walks around at, at any point in time when the government's like, we need somebody. I go, hi, yeah, and I, I Tommy karate my way to, to the Congo or Burma, whatever the hell somebody needs. I don't know what I'm trying to do, okay? But as I said before, this year, I'm like, I got to figure some stuff out. And legitimately, this has been uh, one of the best years I've had in New York thus far. But anyways, um, when I was in Montreal, I had so much bread. Guys, I hadn't eaten bread in a while. I mean, we all know how fucking good bread is bread piece of bread get out of here you know if you if they redid the mask and they cast cameron diaz as bread i'd watch that too a piece of bread a piece of wet bread walks into a bank wearing a red dress i'm just as hard i mean bread is great but i try to I'm, I'm, i've been trying to stay away from it because i mean my god this time last year i did just for laughs and i watched the tape of that and i i truly hate it i'm like 15 maybe 20 pounds heavier than i am right now and i'm watching myself just slosh around on a stage and i go jesus christ man i i i stand in front of people what the fuck am i doing like for me personally i go i didn't feel good about where i was so i gotta i gotta change some shit man i i I, pictures of myself from the side a comedy i want i want to i was like i'm gonna throw up i look like i look like i should be sitting under a bridge asking telling riddles and you want to cross here's the riddle answer it and also give me bread here's the riddle where's your bread and if you give me bread i'll stuff it into my fucking ginormous face and then i will go out on stage and and try to feel good about myself anyways so um at breakfast blah 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 killing it right bread all weekend my god i had pizza for the first time in a while oh oh god come on pizza Woo! you know what's what Okay, pizza's really good. You know when pizza's really good, though, too? Is if you keep it away from yourself for a while, and then you eat pizza. I mean, my God. Anyways, whole point of that being, 3 o'clock rolls around. I'm like, man, I got to get in here. So me and uh, me and some friends go downstairs. We go, we sit in the room, you know, and um, we're waiting for the award show to start, which is great. Um, um, the award show was such a cool thing. They had... An, they had Every person that won an award had a friend introduce them, and the friend would go up, make some jokes about them, all that kind of stuff, and, and you know, joke about the. It, it was just a really cool thing. Anyways, we're sitting there waiting for this thing to start. Then in comes the celebrities, one being the good Dr. Jim Carrey. Oh, also Craig Ferguson was was there, and um, that man's great. He just, uh, he, he just, he just, he's great. He's so funny. I mean, it seems awesome. Anyways, good Dr. Jim Carrey's there. So now I'm like, oh, man, I'm in the same room as uh, Dr. Jim Carrey. And, I mean, that's just, uh, again, as a person 
who for most, I mean, the guy, do we not, I mean, okay, Jim Carrey ran the 90s. I mean, the guy ran the 90s. It's, it, it, as, as far as, like, stars go, this man's massive. And also, as far as absolute talent and deserving of all the fame and, and, and stardom he's gotten, the guy, I've said it before, I will say it again, if you found a wizard and you opened up his magic pouch, Jim Carrey's just sitting in there. The guy is much, much too good it, 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 it's it's like offensive to watch, especially since, uh, I mean, obviously we're not doing the same thing at all, uh, but even when you start comedy and you just look at what he, okay, when I was a kid, I'd watch him and just love it, right? Uh, then you start comedy and you look at it more and you go, holy fuck, what he's doing is incredible. Like, it's just absolutely incredible. So anyways, the good Dr. Jim Carrey walks in and we're like, oh man, the good Dr. Jim Carrey is here. So they start the show. Jim Carrey is uh, later in the show uh, to receive his award. Um, Judd Apatow uh, announced, basically, you know, told uh, he was the one bringing up Jim Carrey. Comes out, talks about how he's known Jim Carrey for like 30 years. Brings up Jim Carrey. Standing ovation, okay? Jim Carrey gives a speech that is funny and then like heartfelt and real. And, he, and, he, and he's talking about, he said a really cool thing. Uh, he was he was talking about uh, um, he talked a little bit about depression, kind of like he got into it a little bit about how he went through um, uh, pretty deep depression and and that that led him to look at you know he he didn't know what the hell he was doing here he was trying to figure out what uh, what his purpose was on this earth so he started reading it like he he just didn't know what to do so he started reading about religions he read about basically all of them and he he kind of came to the uh, the conclusion or realization that, uh, we, there is no you, there is no me, there is, you know, we're all, uh, together on the, you know, it was, it was a, it was a cool thing that I, um, I would have loved to listen to the man talk for, uh, just a long time, long, long time, but, um, he said a cool thing that I liked, he said up until five years ago, he didn't really listen to anybody, he just, was watching their lips move and was waiting for them to be done talking so that he could say something funny. He would be standing in front of people, watching their face, thinking in his head, oh man, the minute they're done flapping their mouth, I'm going to be hilarious. And I thought that was pretty cool. Like up till five years ago, the man's 55. So 50 straight years of uh, fighting whatever that uh, thing is that ma makes you be funny and wants to always have attention and uh only in the last five years has he been like and i mean the guy and I, and I say that because the man is a super super famous millionaire who who has entertained people for a you know long long time and even in that only up until five years ago he's still like i need the, i need this uh gratification or the, this thing and uh anyways uh, i just thought it was kind of a cool sense so, after the show, I was telling my friend before, I was like, man, I would just love to say hello to this man. I would love to just be able to walk up to this guy and say, I don't even know what I would say, you know, I mean, buddy, you're great, uh, 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 hello, you know, uh, nothing crazy, I don't even know what, if I ever actually did, okay, so anyways, I was like, I, I told my friend before we went to this thing, I just want to talk to him, so once it was done, my friend goes, are you going to go up and say hi to him, I go, nah, man, he's doing whatever, he goes, go say hi to him, I go, yeah, all right. Because when am I gonna be? When am I gonna be in a room with this man again? So I walk up to the front. Now, what they were doing? Everybody that got an award, uh, these celebrities were sitting in the front row. Okay, so they said after the award show, uh, they wanted all the celebrities to stick around. They were gonna take a picture of them on stage. So they're all kind of about to get on stage, but they're talking to people and all that sort of thing. So I I walk up to the front, and uh, I. Uh, I go to uh, I go to try to say hello to the good Dr. Jim Carrey. So the good Dr. Jim Carrey is talking to somebody. Their back is to me. I can see Jim. He is about two people away from me, and I, I'm I'm looking at this guy's back, thinking the minute this guy turns or whatever, I'm just gonna jump in quick and say, "Hey, uh, Jim, my name's Ethan. I just want to say you're great." I don't even know what I was gonna say. I literally don't. I don't even know if I'd be able to really say anything once I got to him. I just be like. 
hello. You know, I, I don't know. I just wanted to to shake this man's hand basically and say, you know, and, and uh, that's it. I can even just shake his hand, nod at him and walk away. But I just wanted to have some sort of interaction with this man. Anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there. It's, it's like 10 seconds have passed. I'm kind of waiting for this guy. And then, and, and, and nobody's fault. It is what it is. I get a man in a wheelchair jumps in between me and the guy whose back is to me who's talking to the good Dr. Jim Carrey. So, and, and we're talking, and when I say wheelchair, I'm not talking like a guy who hurt his leg. I'm talking a man who needs a wheelchair. Ar little arms grabbing the sticks driving the chair okay and i'm not trying to be offensive or rude i'm just saying what it is and so so uh, okay so this man comes in and he's trying to make the wide turn to get out of this room so where he is he is effectively between the front row and the stage there's no way around this man if i if i'm going to go around this man i have to jump up on the stage where celebrities are and i guess i could nobody would really be that crazy about it but i was like i'm not i'm not doing that or I can hop over a row of chairs. So I'm looking at this man. I, I, I'm kind of looking over top of this man being like, oh, God damn it. No, uh, the man whose back is to me stops talking to the good Dr. Jim Carrey, which would have been my end. I would have been able to jump in there. I was right there. I would have been able to jump in real quick and just be like, hey, Jim, just want to say you're the best. Whatever the hell I was going to say, probably break down and cry. Who knows? I don't know. I'd say, hey, buddy, man, when I was a kid, Dumb and Dumber was so funny, but then when I grew up, I, there's so many more jokes in it. Uh, that was, uh, I don't know what I was going to say. Really, I, I just think the man's absolutely amazing. So anyways, uh, so Jim gets on stage, and I'm like, fuck, I can't yell up to him now to bring him down. And uh, Wheelchair Man uh, turns and goes. So now I'm walking behind Wheelchair Man. No, none of us have gotten to say hello to the good Dr. Jim Carrey. And, um, and, uh... That was kind of that. I, I I was I was two people away from Jim, who looks great, by the way, guys. I mean, look up a picture of this guy. I actually have one, and I maybe I should post it. It's not like the best picture ever, but um, I I got it. I got it just because again they they were kind of like don't take pictures, blah, blah blah. But I'm like I gotta take a picture. Also, Liz is a massive fan of him, so I was like I just want to take a picture, send it to her, and also have uh, one for myself. But um. Yeah, maybe I'll post it. It's really not that good. Whatever, who cares? But um, so um, didn't didn't get to talk to him. Didn't get to say hello to him. And then uh, start hearing through the festival that he is hanging out at shows. He's stopping by shows. He was thinking about getting on stage, but he didn't. He went to for anybody who lives in Montreal. There's a, a comedy club, and also anybody who doesn't as well. Uh, there's a comedy club called the Comedy Nest in the old form uh forum in montreal okay uh where, where the where the habs used to play is now like a weird mall with uh with a tim hortons some souvenir shop a a movie theater and on the third floor is the comedy nest which is a, a really cool comedy club that has been around for a long long time it's not always been there it's been in the city anyways most of the shows that happen at just for laughs at uh, the comedy clubs Comedy Works and Comedy Nest are warm-up shows. Everybody that's on them, for the most part, is uh, doing their sets. That are, They're getting them ready for the TV spot that they have the next day or later on in the week. Sometimes celebrities just trying to drop in just to do time or whatever. But for the most part, everybody that's on those shows is working a seven or eight minutes for a TV spot that they have. Okay, So comedians don't necessarily hang out at these shows because... Mostly, we know everybody that's on them, and two, uh, we the, the comedians that do show up to, to that are at these festivals, we go to, you know, the the nasty show because there's so many people on it, or or we'd go to like somebody's one man show or the the uh, the galas at um, the Place des Arts because because they they're just you know um, bigger showcases of of people. Um, especially like the, the one man shows that people want to see. So anyways, there's not a lot of people hanging out comedian wise. The clubs are always packed, but the, but comedians don't just go, Oh, I'm going to go hang out at these comedy clubs. Jim Carrey went to the comedy nest and hung out for hours. He's talking to comedians. He's hanging out with them. And the next day when I heard this, I go, Oh my God, man. For one, uh, you know, anybody who was booked on that show that night, how lucky are those people? And I never would have thought to go down there because, you know, there's, there's so many things going on. And I couldn't understand why he would go there. Of all the shows, 
I go, why would this man go here? Why would this man go hang out at the comedy nest of all the places that he could go? I mean, go, obviously, he can go anywhere. The man could walk into the the, 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 the Bell Center and, and you know, perform or whatever between periods, for God's sake. He could, he could go up in the announcing booth and just, and, and just walk in and go, hey, I'm Jim Carrey. Can I get on the mic? And I go, yeah, of course. You're Jim Carrey. Uh, say something funny. Do whatever. So I just couldn't. I couldn't figure it out. Okay. And not to say that it's bad that he did it. I was just like, why would he go there? He could go to one of the big theaters and, and hang out or whatever. I mean, everywhere he go, the guy. You know, everybody knows who he is for Christ's sake. He's uber famous. Um. Anyways, and then the next day on the plane, and I only say this to say, um, to to con. I already think this man is great, but this okay. I'm on the plane the next day uh or two days later flying home and i end up sitting beside um uh todd barry uh, uh so people who know comedy will know todd barry uh, uh good dude very funny man he um I, I i run into him all the time in new york we're uh on shows together a lot so anyways we're sitting together on the plane just just you know by not mistake that's hilarious as if it's one of us would get up and be like i never wanted to sit beside but anyways we're sitting on the plane and we're just kind of talking about the festival and uh um uh, you know talking about the things i'm gonna talk about jim carrey and uh i was like hey man did you know that he just kind of hung out at the comedy nest and he's like no that's crazy and then and then it fucking clicked because i go i don't know why he would hang out there and i went oh my god okay this is okay all right all right so if anybody doesn't know um a lot about the story of uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey uh, was from Canada. Um, he he he's from Newmarket, Ontario. He he didn't grow up uh, with a lot of money at all. Okay, so so when he first started comedy, there's a, there's another club that will go unnamed. There's a, there's a there's a comedy club in Canada that if you work there, they do not want you to work anywhere else. They just don't want you to do it. And if you do, there are repercussions. One point in time, Jim Carrey really really needed money. This club in Montreal, the Comedy Nest, owned by Ernie Butler, who has since passed away, but owned by Ernie Butler, offered Jim, I think it was like $300 or probably like maybe 200 I don't know what it is, like in 1982. I don't even know the exact timeline here, but they offered him $200, $300, and this man needed money. His, his parents are going through it. He needs the money. So he asks the club that he's working for, can I go do this show? They say, no, you cannot do that show because it is not one of ours. And if you do do it, there's going to be hell to pay. The good doctor, Jim Carrey, I, you know, it's like, well, I need money. Uh, my parents are going through it. I'm going through it. I need this money. I'm going to go do it. He goes and does the show at the Comedy Nest. Fired by the other club that will go unnamed. Fired. They fire him. That he's toast, so now he's not really working at all. And in that time, he works at uh, this club, the Comedy Nest, a decent amount because Ernie Butler liked him and would bring him in, and and um, and uh, you know he he worked there and he got paid there. And I go, that I'm thinking about. It. I go, that's why he stopped in there. This man over 30 years ago went into this club when they were they were you know gracious enough to have him and and and. Uh, from the stories I hear, Ernie loved him and had him in there all the time. 30 years, 30 plus years later, this man's a, a super millionaire. He's he's crazy famous. He's done so many movies. He takes the time to go back to this club and hang out. He takes the time to go back to a place where he started and and and, and uh, to remember a place that 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 helped him out. I I I I I. I I'm sitting on the plane going, Jesus Christ, I love this man so much more now to think to think that he never forgot. He didn't he didn't just go, I'm better than this now or whatever. He 30 plus years later, he's still and I mean, like I said, it's in a different location now. It's still the same thing though. Uh Ernie has passed, but still it is still the same uh name and it is now owned by um it's now run by other other people other comedians who are also great i love the comedy nest i've been there the last time i was there was in march that place is awesome i really really like that room but anyways 
the idea because I, I just couldn't figure it out. I go, why would Jim go to this club? He could go anywhere. He could be in, in the goddamn south of France in 12 minutes through some sort of Elon Musk time loop. But here he is going to the communist and hanging out with uh, comedians. And then that's, I was like, holy, wow, this man, t while he's in Montreal, takes the time to go to a club that was, that was super good to him over 30 years ago? What a hero to stop by on, man, come on. I don't know if any, if, if everybody's going to kind of like look at that story the same way that I do, but I go, that is, I, 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 I that is un unbelievable that after 30 something years later, after all, all of his success, he could, look, he could buy the building and have it turned into nothing. He could buy the building and just put a rock there that says, yes, Jim Carrey did that. No nothing, nothing there. He could, he could buy the place, salt the earth and, and have, you know, scarecrows covered in blood. The idea that he takes time to go to this place to 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 view a building that was that was the view this club that was good to him over thirty years ago. I went, man, this guy here, this guy here, is a great person. That is incredible to me. Um, yeah, I I I, I was uh, absolutely shocked by that and was so so uh. What a what a crazy! That's just that I don't know. That's uh, that's crazy to me that um, that somebody would not forget where they come from to that degree when you when you have you know surpassed things and I mean surpassed kind of in quotes or whatever. I just mean surpassed in terms of like fame, money, and all that stuff. Surpassed this multiple times, multiple, multiple, multiple times to still be like, hey, I'm in the city. I'm gonna go past that place. I mean, that's that's. Ugh, unbelievable! Like anytime I do the nest, uh, again I love that place. They 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 have uh, pictures in the back of uh, you know comedians that have been there before, and there's a picture of Jim Carrey with Ernie Butler there that I've always looked at, and I go, man, this guy used to like that's insane that he ever was in this building at one ever like ever on a stage that was that was owned by the communists. That's incredible. That's incredible. And then the fact that he goes there. And hangs out and talked. Apparently, he was there like all night, talking to comedians, hanging out. I was so like, again, the next day when I heard that he was there, I went, God damn it, man! I really wish I was on one of those shows and was just able to go and hang out and be there and and be around this guy. But then, again, when I thought later too about why he went there, that was even more shocking to me. Of like, who is this man? What a what a gracious human being! Like, what a cool thing to you know not forget where he came from and go back to this place. So, um, anyways, I don't really have any more, uh, Jim Carrey stories. I don't really know if I even had any myself, you know, like I said, I didn't get to see him. Well, I saw him, but I mean, I didn't get to talk to him, meet him, any of that sort of thing. But, but, um, just the idea that he was there at the festival was so cool. He's the only person that I really, really wanted to see or say anything to. Is every year, every year I've been in Just for Laughs, there's some, you know, there's always cool people there regardless even if super famous non-super famous whatever like the place the place is just great and there, there's so many opportunities to see people and meet people um that you never otherwise would be in the same room as you know like you, you go on the patio and you see lewis black and and i don't know ron white smoking and drinking or whatever and you go this is great i mean this place is just it's, uh, what a cool thing, but this year, I was like, Jim Carrey, kidding me, I gotta, I gotta, so anyways, um, I, like I said, I don't know if this goes any farther than that, but, um, anyway, and the people that I talked to that had met him said that, um, he was amazing, I talked to one guy who was like, I didn't have my phone, you know, my phone was dead, so I wasn't able to take a picture with him, and he was kind of, you know, he was like, god damn it, that sucks, like, that was his tone, but then he was talking to me about what he talked to him, and he said he talked to Jim Carrey for about 10 minutes about his, you know, kind of thoughts and beliefs, and, and, um, and I was like, he was telling me kind of what Jim was saying. I go, that's a way better story than I got a picture with Jim Carrey. You you talk to Jim Carrey for 10 minutes about his, his thoughts on life. I go, that's, that's just, it's way better. 
and I, and not to say that every you know celebrity kind of knows what the hell's going on, but again, this man here is more just talking about his own experiences. And I do think there's something to be, you know, said for he has he has a quote that I really like where he's like, um, uh, I'm gonna kind of mess it up, but basically the whole idea being that he hopes everybody becomes as rich and famous as they want to be so they can see that it won't bring them happiness. So, it's something to that degree, that, they, that like, it's not going to be enough, you know? And um, so when somebody like him, who can't get any bigger, you know, impossible, can't get any bigger, looks at you and goes, yeah, but this ain't, this ain't it, and I had to... I had to turn around and, and start looking at other things and start really kind of thinking about what I want out of this world or what I'm trying to give to it or, or, or whatever the case may be, you go, wow, okay, so, you know, because it's easy for somebody who doesn't have money, if somebody who doesn't have money goes, money's not everything, we all sort it, we all know that, right, but if somebody who doesn't have has money have money says it to you, you go, yeah, whatever, but you don't even have it, so wouldn't it be cool if you had it, and then it's probably better, and I'm sure it is, but the idea that's not everything is, uh, again, when somebody, uh, say somebody wins the lottery, okay, and they get, they get a million bucks, let's say they win a million dollars, and then they go, yeah, money's not everything, and you go, yeah, okay, well, you got a million dollars, a million dollars is, it's a, that's a decent amount of money, that's a lot of money, but when somebody who has that times a billion and is also insanely famous goes, yeah, but I'm still not, you know, that didn't uh, completely fulfill me, that is a person that needs to be listened to in that realm, especially when, you know, everybody, you know, oh my God, it, 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 people getting famous fucking talking about van sneakers or or backflipping into a fucking pool or the goddamn cash me outside girl all this bullshit becomes super famous and then who the fuck knows what happens i mean they definitely i i doubt all these people just become enlightened individuals that start walking the earth as 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 as, as happy as you know a, a a a hummingbird there's no way so when you so when you hear a person like that say it though who has an actual experience you go huh maybe that is um that is something to be looked at and thought of because it doesn't seem that any amount of money or, or whatever is going to be the um, the thing. I remember thinking that too when when um, Rob Williams passed away. I go, wow, man, I don't even know. It was real. I, I think I've talked about this before, but it just kind of reminds me of the same thing in terms of two people at the height, absolute height of what it is that they do. Two A-list people can't get bigger unbelievably talented human beings who are paid you know insane amounts of money um and i don't say that to say they don't deserve it i'm just saying insane amounts of money uh have everything can go anywhere can buy anything can do anything are still like yeah but not uh not fully fully happy and i believe jim may be now but he was talking about you know all the movies and stuff weren't the thing that made him feel like a, a full person well ron Williams passed away um I, I I was uh, I really kind of sat down for a minute and go why am what am I doing why do I do this what is the because because when you first start you kind of go oh just be cool to make people laugh or whatever but there is always that thing of oh man it'd be great to be famous and be known and all that sort of thing because it is a possibility and it is it is uh it is in your realm in entertainment you're always shown everybody else's promotions you you it's impossible to get away from the the you know i'll go to a movie to just kind of hang out and not think about comedy for a minute and then it's like oh i know that guy this guy that i've done show that i did shows with four years ago is now starring in an upcoming movie like it never or or people will go man you got to hear about this guy in england he's the biggest comedian ever and he's so funny and you go i'm just trying to or that you know and that's what people talk about people will go hey man have you heard about this this new person who's doing whatever, whatever, and you go, I'm just trying to take a break, you know, it's impossible, every promotion is, is, uh, jammed in your face, so when this man, um, uh, you know, I just kind of thought, okay, so, so a guy who had every single thing in every single medium, TV, movies, um, and stand-up, I mean, the guy has, you know, stand-up specials, he takes his own life, you go, well then, what it? What is all of it? I mean, if somebody who has all of that 
still wasn't happy. You go, what the fuck is? And I and I literally, t- I had a few days where I go, I mean, do I even want to? What do you do here? What is this? Why? What? All of those things were supposed to be the things that made everybody happy, and they didn't. So Jesus, that's scary and horrifying. Like, what the fuck am I trying to work towards? What the hell is it that I'm trying to do? What What is the the point? I mean, is it just to uh, make people laugh? Are you trying to make a bunch of money out of it? You're trying to get, you know. So um, that one really, uh, uh, you know, it affected me. And uh, again, hearing a guy like Jim Carrey say the same sort of things about um, not being fulfilled through through money and fame and everything, you go, "All right, man. Well, it, that okay. So so clearly that is uh, a real real thing." And um, I mean, uh, myself. I, I've gotten uh, better with it, like trying not to compare myself to other people and all that sort of thing. But it's rough, man, when, when again, when you're shown all the promotions, you're shown everybody's promotions. Here's a, like, okay, somebody that works at TD Bank, right? You do not know the promotions of somebody who gets promoted at fucking Citibank. You, you know, okay, so you got the same office and then the person at Citibank jumps up and now they're making an extra 200K a year and, uh, you know, an extra 40 vacation days. I don't know, making things up. You don't see that. I I see everybody in entertainment sees everybody's promotions. I will be shown things from, you know, oh, this is the funniest guy in New Zealand. Look at this guy in, 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 in Myanmar, for God's sake. I mean, all the, and they're making this much money and they're doing this because every article and everything, when they start writing about these people too, they were doing that, and now they're making blah, 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 blah. And it's hard sometimes not to just go, Jesus Christ, and get fucking depressed at uh, at what all this is and, 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 and start to, you know, question yourself and wonder what the fuck all of this is and wonder what the hell it all is. But then I guess, when you when, again, when you hear somebody like that say it, you go, okay, well, you know, focusing on the wrong things. That these are, if, if, if somebody who has all of that can look at you and go, hey, man, that, this, ain't, this ain't it. This ain't all of it, and it's not going to make you as happy as you think it's going to. Um, you know, you got to kind of listen to that, I guess, was the whole point of um, me yelling about that for a minute. Um, anyways, I mean, a whole another thing. Uh, the festival is very cool, and I was happy that I got to be, uh, again, I didn't get to talk to him because wheelchairs. Wheelchairs are, and can I just say quickly, Let's get different rooms for people in wheelchairs. All right, let's get. I'm kidding, a thousand percent kidding. Um, but anyways, I, I I was super super close to him, couldn't get to him. But uh, just being in the same room as this man and listening to him talk, and uh, and 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 realizing why he would have went to this smaller comedy club when there's so many options open to him in the city, go to a big theater and just walk on and 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 you know get a standing ovation and walk off. Um, it's just a really cool. It was. It was. It was a really great experience, even without having the opportunity to actually sit down with the man. Uh, he, you know, affected by him. That was thunder. You probably heard it. Um, uh, some sort of effect, even just being around this person, uh, without even having to meet him. Not having to, but but being able to. Well, this happens every once in a while that an episode might not be. Super funny, we just talk about some stuff. I didn't know, I didn't know I was going to talk that whole time. You know, it's pretty amazing actually that people uh, uh, listen to me speak, whether it's here in real life, talk to me in, in conversations, because I do use a lot of words and um, talk about things for long, long times. So I didn't know I'd be talking about uh, uh, Jim Carrey and this whole thing this whole time, but... Um, that's what it is, and now it's a kind of at the point where it's like, do I start another topic? I had some things I want to talk about, but you go, I mean, is, 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 you know what I'm saying? Is that, uh, uh, what am I going to do here? What am I going to do? Talk about something for, for, I got, uh, uh, okay, let me, let me, let me, uh, let me talk about this uh, real quick. So, um, it's, uh, it's, uh, it, I don't know if people read this article, and apparently it doesn't matter because uh, who cares? Apparently, okay, so so Netflix is about $20 billion in debt. And uh, reading further into it, apparently they have like, they are legit about $4.8 billion in debt, which is, you know, a hila- it's just a hilarious amount of money. Just, whoa, we're, I'm a whole country in debt. 
I owe a bank, uh, you know, uh, for, you put that into uh, a product. I owe a bank, I don't know, 200,000 Bentleys. I don't even know what that, what the, 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 that math doesn't come out, but you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's an insane, ridiculous, I owe them 50 Disney Worlds. Okay, sweet. Well, that's never, who's paying that ever? That's never get paid. I think, what's your, okay, so if you owe, like if you owe a bank two grand, let's say two grand, they're coming after you for that money. You know what I mean? A, a Someone that works at the bank is going to knock on your door and go, hey, we need that two grand. And you go, well, I don't have it. And they go, well, we're taking it out of your face. Your mouth. I'll, I'll, I'll take that couch. I'll take a kid. Whatever it is. But when nobody's gonna come to your door and be like, "You owe us four point eight billion dollars," you go, "Yeah, I mean, that's uh, isn't that hilarious?" And then the person in the bank goes, "I mean, that is pretty hilarious. It's just a ridiculous amount of money." And then they both spin around like, "Doing it our way." And then they high five, and they just leave. And the guy's, like, "Well, if you want to pay at some point, he goes, there's no way I can ever pay that man. That is uh, too much money." And they go, "Yeah, you're right." we're gonna make it and they both run and you know one guy jumps back into a super house the other guy jumps over the fence back into a car it's uh it's such a hilarious amount of money that it is never ever going to be seen given to or gotten from any human being that owes it want whatever but uh uh but apparently there are a ton of money in debt so people are wondering is this the end is it all toast are you gonna one day turn on netflix and they go net who and it's gone same way that uh, Blockbuster one day you went to return a movie. Nope. You now own Waterworld. Gone. Toasted. And, um, I mean, personally, I, I, I would like to see some sort of... And it will probably happen in the next few years. You know, you, people are buying record players and, and, and want to hear that old vinyl sound. And I, I kind of hope there is a resurgence of movie stores. I, I like movie stores. I know I've talked about it before. It's a good time. Remember? Do you guys remember... It's good, fun times at a blockbuster. So they have movies that you want to see. I mean, Netflix uh, probably spent, you know, a, a couple billion dollars just buying the, 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 the Leprechaun series or Anaconda 8 or, or every movie that Nicolas Cage has made in the last two months, which is about 45 movies. The Dad, The Knight, The Accountant, The Desk. The, the tree, and, and just playing, oh, this guy, you know, he woke up in a tree, and now he has a gun, oh, this guy, uh, in this movie's called The River, and, uh, he woke up in a river, and now he has a gun, this guy, this movie's called The, 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 the Cloud, and, and this guy woke up, and he's like, oh, all my information's gone, now I have to dive into the cloud with a gun and get it back, I mean, the man's making a movie an hour, for God's sake, there's so many bad movies on Netflix. You ever see that list every every when it comes out and it's like what's new to Netflix and you go, is there are these even movies? Uh, you know, some of these are, but then you go, what the what the hell is like, what the hell is this? Frieder Green Tomatoes is that a movie? Do they fry more tomatoes greener? What the hell is this? How this never passed a theater. This never went anywhere. This didn't even go to a DVD bin. This came directly here. Oh, it's it's Aladdin six. Jafar's back. The genie turned bad, and Aladdin's dead. Okay, sick. What is this? What the hell is this? You've heard of Too Fast, Too Furious, but have you ever heard of Faster and Furiouser? So many movies on there that you go. I don't know why this is a thing. And then they'll take good movies off and bring them back sometimes, or they. A good movie will be on there for a month. I have gone to watch a movie. I, I watch half of it. I go back to finish it. It's gone. Because Netflix just goes, you know, go to hell. At least at Blockbuster, they didn't come to my house and take it. If it took me a little while to watch it, sure, maybe I paid a couple more bucks for it. Or when they weren't doing that, you just kept it and whatever. And you watch it at your own pace. Nobody in a blue shirt ever just came in and took it out of the, took it right out of the machine. Just absolutely ripped it out of a PlayStation. It was like, you don't have this anymore. Then you go to watch it and you go, well, what the hell happened to my movie? Oh, look, Blockbuster, there's some old popcorn trails here. Clearly, an old employee was kicking around here and they took it back. So the whole thing uh, might be toast. But probably not. Because, again, it's such a fictitious amount of money that who cares? Hey, I, I owe the bank $4 billion. How about that? You know? And I don't, but if I did, who cares? What are you going to do? Who the hell? Where are they going to find you? You know, they're not taking that back. What are you, you going to do with that? 
Gone. Gone. Toast. Absolutely toasted. But maybe they will start. Uh, maybe they will start scaling back on some of the the movies. And I honestly, they could take ninety percent of the movies away, and people just still go, "Yeah, whatever, man." I just wanted to watch some. Of, I mean, who who's taking a chance, honestly, in a lot of these things? Seriously, movies that you see that you've never ever you, you didn't even know existed. I mean, a, a movie that you haven't seen before, but you at least know existed. Sure, but a movie that you you're legitimately going, "What? Who? Why? What the hell?" Doesn't make any sense. They have so many things on there that you go, whatever. And then there's also, you just scroll through anyway and you don't even end up watching anything. Never just wandered around a blockbuster and didn't get something. I mean, I kind of did as a kid. When I, was a, when I was a kid and they used to have like video games you could play in there. I used to play Nintendo 64 in there before I had one. I'd go in there and play uh, Super Mario 64. I was absolutely shocked by what it was. Um, but I don't really do that on uh, on Netflix. But anyways... They are uh, apparently dead. So then I guess it would just be if they go, if they go, um, that's going to put a lot of, uh, bur- but they're not going to go again. They're not going to go. They're going to be here forever. They're going to, they're going to jack up $40 billion in debt. Nick Cage will make another 70 movies in 20 minutes. The coffee cup, the, the, the desk drawer. He woke up in a desk drawer. How's he get out of here? Give him a gun. Yeah, he, uh, oh, he's going back in time and he's going to fight medieval people. He's the medieval man. I mean, they, they must just honestly shoot a movie, and they go, cut. You ready to do it? And he goes, yeah, and he switches costumes, and now he's on the same set just doing another movie. All right, so over here, you were a dragon sorcerer. Uh, over here, I'm going to need you to be a deli worker. Cool? Yeah, sick, buddy, whatever. I'm barely paying attention. Is the money in the bank? Of course it is. All right, cool. Uh, dragons, stop uh, doing what you're doing. Nary a man needs to be burnt by your dragon breath. All right, cut. All right, put on this wig, blah, blah, blah. Hey, I'm the deli guy. You guys want some ham? We got honey glazed. We got, uh, oh, oh, there's a gun in the ham. Oh, I got I to gotta shoot everybody in the store because somebody's trying to steal all the ham. Absolutely ridiculous stuff. But, um, yeah, whatever. I, I, I thought I was going to talk about that more, but then I'm looking at what the thing is, and uh, I'm just going to go. I, 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 at some point in time, I'll have uh, more stuff on that because that, that also, as more stuff comes out in the next couple weeks, um, we'll see what happens with it, but again, I don't think anything's gonna happen with Netflix, they're gonna be here, because, when again, when you get to a certain amount of debt, everybody laughs, and they just backflip out of rooms, every bank, banks owe people money, I mean, America is, you know, what, 700 trillion dollars in debt, or some stupid number, 40 trillion, some dumb number, that's laughable, laughable, if China ever go, hey man, we want our money, ha ha ha, and then China goes, yeah, you're right, it's insane. Doing it our way! And then they backflip and nobody cares. It's 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 money that's not that's not real. But if America owed China two grand, yo, China taking that two grand. China will come over and start shaking people down because that's a real amount of money that you can get from somebody. Two grand is a real amount of money that can be taken out of a property or house or car or whatever. Real amount of money. 40 billion 270 trillion doing it our way i mean it's a, uh, there's no uh, hilarious laugh track you owe us 40 billion ah, and then they go oh yeah man but you should see uh you should see my uh my ex-wife ah doing it our way and you know it's, a, it's who cares it's such a hilarious amount of money that doesn't even make sense it's not real whatever uh, so I Netflix will be fine is really what the whole point of that was. Um, but all right, you know, uh, again, I didn't know uh, I was going to talk so much about uh, Just for Laughs and stuff. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. So before I do, shout outs for this week. Uh, shout out for this week, uh, man from California, Paul Sanchez. Paul, first of all, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I greatly appreciate it. You are one of the heroes who listens one of the people donned in a cape one of the people who fights crime paul sanchez whose birthday is on august 19th and wants me to give a shout out to him and his two favorite dogs whiskey and bubbles big names they are big fans of baby dog who isn't thank you she's the best uh and he has two more dogs but it's kind of fucked up because whiskey and bubbles are his favorites what can you do not much man 
Not much. Happy birthday, Paul Sanchez, on August 19th. I hope it's great. Whiskey and Bubbles. Great names. Great names. Also, uh, shout out to Justin Washington in Buffalo, who is turning 31. Uh, actually, you did turn 31 yesterday, August 1st. Happy birthday, man. I hope it was great. Buffalo. Hope you really went to the. I mean, people in Buffalo probably don't go to the Anchor Bar and pound wings like I used to when I visited Buffalo like 10 years ago. I used to go in there. Go to the Anchor Bar, buy so many wings. The first time I went in, I bought a pound of wings, ate them, left, and was like, man, those are so good. The next time I went back, because I used to cross the border, uh, there was a show at this place called Nietzsche's. I don't even know if it's still there, but I used to go in there uh, on Tuesdays or something. We'd go do like six minutes in front of nobody, and then we'd go to the Anchor Bar, and the second time I did it, I bought 50 wings, 8, 10 Brought the other 40 home and eight wings for that week. It was the best. Either way, Justin Washington, hope your 31st birthday was great. And last but not least, Alex, who is a biochemistry grad student. Birthday is tomorrow, August 3rd, which technically is today when you're listening to this. Birthday lined up with the, with the release of the podcast. I mean, my God. Unbelievable. Uh, Alex, biochemistry grad student, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I believe you are a new listener who has gone back and listened to some stuff. And let me tell you, some of these are pretty good. Other ones are not. And I will leave it up to you to find and decide for yourself. Alex, uh, did you start listening to the podcast? Let me know that Murder In is uh, uh, one of uh, his favorite episodes, which uh, a lot of people really like that episode. And I had to live through straight hell to bring it to people but i'm happy that something good came out of the hell that i lived in for literally less than 12 hours um anyways thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast anybody who wants a shout out please message me at positive anger at mail.com please rate and subscribe to this podcast on itunes anything you could write would be great and um i'm trying to bring you guys some more stuff this month from this podcast i really am this this uh this, uh, I mean, whatever. Uh, so, so anyways, again, uh, Twitter and Instagram at Nathan McIntosh, NathanMcIntosh.com for upcoming shows. I will be, um, this month I'm going to be in New York, uh, a decent amount, not really traveling too, too much. I'm going to be at the Comedy Cellar, a uh, bunch, staying up in New York. Uh, so yeah, I'll post the shows and if you're in the city, let me know. And, uh, that's it guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Again, you know, some of these are funny. Other ones are, uh, just thoughts from a man. Hope you guys enjoy it regardless. Nathan McIntosh, positive anger. Thank you.